Hello, welcome to the Club Club Podcast. My name is James. I'm loosely affiliated with Hard Audio Cable. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take a moment to uh, go around the room, have each of you uh, tell us what grade you're in and what you like to do on the weekends. And your names, too. Let's start with Hannah. Um, I haven't done the math, but I suppose I would be in... 20-something fifth grade. And on the weekend, I like to listen to my assigned album for the podcast. Weak answer. Next. Uh, my name's Patrick, and I'm unaffiliated with our audio cables. That's all you have to say? Yep. <laughs> he's, he's contractually obligated to be here. And uh, Mr. Zachary Cookie? Yeah, so you don't need to know my name because you just heard it, but I'm in the 23rd grade. Uh, my 10-year high school reunion was ruined by COVID, actually, even though it wasn't planned. It just it was just, like, kind of convenient that it fell, like, at the exact same moment. Um, on the weekends, I like to do as little as possible. Try to be very still, you know, like a cocoon. Just, like, just wrap myself up in covers and blankets. Yeah, that's uh, good. And just try to conserve energy. That's really good. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. That's good. I'm doing Man. better than Hannah. How do you know? I, I'm wonderful plus one, I think, is how I'm feeling. Just slightly better. I'm elevated because I know that my friend is feeling great, so now I feel better. <laughs> that's how it is. Such a great very person. Positive space. <laughs> great person. Yeah. What about you, Patrick? Can't complain. Okay. You were like choking to death on some Earl Grey tea a second ago. So. <laughs> yeah. I think we're past that. I think we made it out Yeah, we have, we have moved on. Everybody's here in, in account for and breathing. What album are we listening to? Or did we, are we talking about? We already we, listened to we it. We already listened to it? Yeah, it was my. Have. Yeah, did you not listen to it, James? No, I did. Okay. Once or twice. Once or twice. So this week... We listened to the EP Deserter by the band Mansions. Mansions. Deserter. All right, so this uh, a little background. The story the story goes in this EP. If this is your first foray into mansions, it's actually kind of a weird place to start because they were mainly like a very guitar driven, like kind of emo band. They'd been sitting on an album for a while uh, after Doom Loop came out in like 2013, and. They just weren't like super into it, and mm -hmm. they wrote a bunch of new demos, 
and uh, the vocalist dropped a synthesizer on his laptop on accident, and they lost those demos, and so he just like wrote this EP and started experimenting with you know more synth and kind of a different sound. So it kind of changed like the sound of the band. Uh, Have they continued with this sort of sound? They have release. Yeah. So the big bad. You know, I don't know. I have uh, a heavy one, but uh, one that could break a laptop. Hey, shout out synths.com, our best buds. Synthesizers. Just just synthesizers, Hannah. (laughs) Just yeah, just just one. Jack was wearing a synthesizers.com shirt. Yeah, in our promo pick for the last episode. Oh, really? I didn't notice. Yeah. I usually like just close out Zach's window every week. Understandable. Uh, so I don't really uh, know how to do that. <laughs> but speaking of the sound of this album, Patrick, would you like to describe it? Sure. I would describe it as heavily processed indie rock with uh, a strong emphasis on synth textures and just textures of sound in general and bass yeah a lot of low frequency energy mm-hmm. cool yeah i would say that's pretty accurate this is one of those bands i i discovered probably in like 2013 from mm-hmm. uh from spotify because they're like if you listen to like the color revolt or actually deer in the headlights they're consistently mm-hmm. in the related artists so i think mm-hmm. that's how they ended up on a like playlist for me at one point Mm -hmm. but it was the the, record show that the words color revolt appear in my notes okay awesome i i'm excited for that during the headlights actually appeared in my notes too wow i just put like way better (laughs) 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 i'm just kidding Uh, i I, but i'm okay with you saying that because you didn't really like that album so i actually did like i didn't think it and it's one of those albums that when i listen to our the hits playlist, like I, I'm always pleased if those songs come up. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't dislike it. So maybe that's one of the ones that deserves a reevaluation. <laughs> we could, uh, we could hit up their first album next time. Um, yeah, but yeah, so the uh, Dig Up the Dead album was the one. It's kind of the, like consistently the their like top referenced album is the one I got into when it first came out. Um, so this Spotify did. One of the th- things I hate, which is like when you finish listening to an album, it'll just start playing stuff that it thinks mm-hmm. you'll want to mm-hmm. hear. You can turn that off and say, I need to. I need to go do that. Uh, hate when services I know. trump what you want, how you want to to like yeah. consume your content. Yeah. Like Instagram. It's- I just want to consume it from newest to oldest. I oh, don't want the- some curated algorithm showing, like spitting it out posts. of me and me not having a choice about it. Yeah. Yeah, but now anyway, I just get meme pages on Instagram. This one time it worked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's engineering teams behind it or something. Uh, sure. It started playing something else off of one of their other releases, and it must have been... It might have been that. I don't know. I really liked it, though. It was cool. It sounded really cool. Sweet. Well, yeah, uh, I was curious, like, where this release fell, kind of, in, like, their spectrum or whatever. Because, yeah, I don't really know anything about this band, and this is all I've heard now. But I was like... I felt like I kind of had no context. I was yeah. like, I don't really know like if this is typical or atypical or it's like atypical, but now typical after yeah. So I guess like the start of their change. yeah. This was like their so. latest release until 2020, and then they finally like put out a full album, which mm-hmm. is great, by the way. I I wanted to pick that album, but I I feel like this is like a good intro because it has a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, let's just go, let's go round table. What about you, Hannah? Um, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Um, it reminded me a lot of Deftones, but like, <laughs> I could, I could see that for sure. But like a lot better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but like good or just like more, just more to my taste. That's the same joke um, twice in the podcast. You can't <laughs> but yeah, I like, I don't know. I just feel like they have this sort of like similar to Deftones. They have this sort of like grand sound or something. Like, I don't know how else to describe it other than that. Like they just sound very like grand and like. Processed kind of vocals. huge, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the pro- part of the processed vocals, but like. Is that a good term to say, pa- Patrick, in regards to this sound? Processed I think Patrick vocals. said that. Processed vocals? Yeah, or he said heavily processed indie rock. Or should we just say like reverb-laden vocals? Say whatever you want. I mean, process is just kind of generic for any sort of processing. processing. <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah, overall, I liked it. Um, I mean, there were some tracks I liked more than others, and the whole thing I feel like kind of runs together for me a little bit. But overall, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Cool. I think the the grand thing is interesting because this is a three piece band. Okay. Which I guess technically they're now a two piece, but yeah, I feel like pictures I saw of them, they seem to be like a duo. But I yeah. assume they had at least one or two other people. So yeah, it's live. Christopher plays guitar in vocals and then robin plays bass and sings back up you can kind of hear on some of this it's more prominent in their other releases and they have a drummer who i've not seen in any pictures like since this release so but they have a very consistent drum sound so i don't know if it's like a live only drummer Mm -hmm. because on like his first two albums he's credited on everything i think so and it's kind of hard like this band is not like super obscure but they're obscure enough that it's like not easy to find like the uh what am i trying to say the uh liner notes you know mm-hmm. yeah but yeah patrick yeah, what about you how are you i liked it uh, i liked a lot of the sounds that were created especially i think the first several songs i liked better than the latter half mm-hmm. uh but towards the end i started to get a little bit of like okay i think i've kind of got the idea but um yeah it's a cool cool release cool sound sweet james uh, I liked it too. It was a lot more guitar driven than I expected. And I thought, I, I mean, I don't know if I should name the specific songs yet, but I, I thought a lot of it was just really catchy. I, I found myself thinking like more enjoyable version of Arcade Fire to me at times. <laughs> Interesting. And, like. I didn't think of Arcade Fire, but that's a good one. Like grandiose type. Yeah. Like yeah. one of those indie bands that's trying to go a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Who are some other ones that do that? Like Spoon. Yes, that's a good one. So yeah, liked it. Where do you want to start with Zach? What do you want to get into specifically? Um, that's a good question. I mean, we could. Do you guys want to do track by track? We can. It is. Yeah, there's not that many. Yeah, Yeah, there's six. So the first one is heel theme. one to me sounded a lot like Deftones. Interesting. Um, it was also probably my favorite song, though, on the... On really the like the intro. Yeah, it's and a cool intro. When yeah, it comes yeah. back in after the first chorus, it's cool. Mm-hmm. 
I really like the lyrics of this song. I don't know if you you guys like dove into. I like looked at them, but I didn't like really absorb them. But I remember they were fairly minimal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there weren't that many lyrics for like the length of the song. Mm-hmm. What did you like about the lyrics? Zach? I feel like so. There's a couple times he mentions like a card shark in this mm. album, um, yeah. and I think it's kind of like a good intro to like maybe some of the themes that he's writing about. But yet, the that line I thought it was good to be perpetually misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, I really really appreciate that line. It feels kind of like I thought a, that was a good line too. Yeah, it, it feels like you know something that like a someone who writes sad songs like would write about themselves. You know. Yeah, there's sort of this mystique sometimes about being like, you know, perceiving yourself as misunderstood. Yeah. I feel like he writes in a in a self-aware way that like you know, is kind of like maybe atypical of like the type of music that he writes, you know. Yeah. Did you guys look at the music video for this song? No, I didn't what? know there was one, actually. Yeah. It's I watched like... it over your shoulder for a few <laughs> seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it was a cool video. Um, I liked what I saw. Yeah, it was just basically just like these kind of like changing like geometric backgrounds with like a kind of like f- drawn like face mask type thing overlaid. And it was like, you know, vaguely like singing the words, but... And it was just kind of like flashing, you know, to like different colors and things. And it was just that the whole time. But it's just like a nice visual. Do you guys remember any guitar in this song? I feel like... This no, is I just one- remember the bass. Yeah. I felt like it's got some in there. But Maybe. It's probably buried in there somewhere. Because I remember bit. thinking there was this guitar, like octave thing they're doing. It sounded like a oh, car commercial is- almost. <laughs> I did just... I do remember hearing uh, a couple seconds ago when it was in my headphones. Like they were doing the... On like the headstock you know like mm. above the oh yeah, yeah. The nut above um, the nut yeah so there's at least that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that really counts but cool yeah. yeah hey that's guitar yeah i mean that's you right. have to have a guitar to make that sound in yeah. this big chorus part there's probably some guitars layered in there but I feel like there's a lot of just good sounds in this track. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of layered sort of synth sounds and like maybe that it is synth like, and not guitar. I was I was just assuming it was guitar. It could be guitar, but there's also like you know it's probably MIDI, but there's it feels like there's like horns or something too. I just yeah, I thought that was a really well constructed song. Yeah, maybe not super into the clapping part, but I could see like when you throw that in, you're like if you have any sort of following, your fans are gonna love. It's gonna be a cool part of a live show. Um, when they when they catch on to that part, you know. Did that remind you of Deftones too? <laughs> I guess it I guess it did now. No, they do snaps. They did snaps, that's right. That's right. That's totally different. They're classier. <laughs> I guess. Uh okay. So next up is high numbers and uh I really love that like tremolo guitar at the beginning. just like it just like it's fuzzy and buried and it's like 
don't know. It's it's something about that is like something I would never do because I would listen to it. And I'm like, I'm missing too much of the note here. And I would think that that's kind of weird to do, but he just kind of sells it. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. The first, well, not the first time I heard it, but I always think that that is like vocals coming in, but it's not. I guess yeah. it's like, huh. I yeah. thought like, like does very processed vocals. Could, <laughs> I thought, uh, could hear this on a FIFA menu or like a Madden menu, you know? That's what I thought when I heard this song. This is one of my favorites. This might might be my favorite song on it. Yeah, yeah I like this, this one a lot too. Ones. I like yeah. the uh, transition from the intro part that Zach was talking about to when it goes to the big guitar chords. Sounds cool. Sounds like Color Revolt. I've never listened to that. Cool. Mm. You should, man. Color Revolt's great. I, I, yeah, I think that's a great compliment, actually. But uh, the other like cool thing I like is the the modem sounds and uh, yeah. in the breakdown. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I thought that was a little bit like, okay, what? Why is this here? But it doesn't bother me it's just like yeah <laughs> interesting it's like, choice it's funny. It, yeah interesting it fits but yeah it is kind of funny the first time you hear it yeah it takes you out of it a bit i thought yeah. lyrically this was one of my favorite songs i i would agree um and the way he sings it, it is like very raw and emotional to you yeah I, the, I wrote that the third line of the chorus i like how the way he sings that it's kind of where he goes up like to higher a higher note yeah that's some higher notes is known to do <laughs> the uh i'm worried about everything all the time part is that what you're talking yeah. about yeah 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 that's definitely something patrick would do <laughs> what else about that song guys i mean i just like the the full lyrics like it the song is kind of about like anxiety and fear you know that second verse the nothing hurts and then what happened to my friends is just kind of like those like random thoughts that you have you know like you're trying to you're trying to fall asleep and then you're like oh shit where's my passport (laughs) (laughs) like definitely a different sentiment but like when you have like a you know like a worrying mind like you just get hit with like you know something random like that right 10 year Um, grudges i can't let go yeah i love that line too i the sticky fingers inside my soul is uh something that i have a hard time visualizing (laughs) it's just like it just it that kind of seems to like take me out just a little bit, but everything else is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the word sticky is a it's a sticky word, word to tricky. use. Yeah, it is a yeah. Patrick, would you uh, say this guy's lyrics are snarky or um a little bit a little bit of snark to him in the sort of way that he does self deprecation? Um, I would agree with that. How do you feel about the the symbol sound in this album, Patrick? I like it. 
kind of distorted, um, which is cool. They feel kind of like something. crushed a little bit. Yeah. yeah I, I like that sound a lot. Speaking of that, that was one of my notes for this song was uh, the chorus reminded me of cymbals guitars. Yeah, uh, I could see that. It's that big blown out sound. Yeah, there's pretty cool drum sound in general on this album. It's um, kind of heavily distorted at times, blown out a bit, which contributes to sort of the wall of sound that they're creating. Yeah, that's something that you have to get right, like when you're doing an album with a lot of sounds, you know? Mm-hmm. It can be tricky to do that kind of thing well. Yeah, yeah, because it's the second the, the drums are buried, like it, it'll ruin that, you know? Mm-hmm. Where is this band from? I think... Kentucky. Oh yeah, it says on their bio they're from Louisville, but they live in Seattle now. Oh, okay. I did not pick up emo as one of their sounds. I, I'm curious to like hear their earlier stuff. I guess. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting point. That I, it, this album, I would agree, is not really stereotypical emo. They maybe get grouped in based on earlier stuff or just yeah. the bands that they tour with. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, yeah, the bands they toured with was like Front Bottoms, I see. Bayside, yeah, they're like embedded in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they kind of get that from their earlier stuff. So, yeah. Which is still good, by the way. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, I feel worse. I feel worse. This is it like when the, the, the bassy yeah the album like slows down from kind mm-hmm. of from here on out. I like the very like lo-fi drum thing that comes in here on this song. It's like almost like a single mic or something, or it, there's a little something stereo going on. But that like, or it sounds like it's in the other room, kind of. Yeah, really lo-fi, just like distorted. <laughs> sounds cool. drums i think yeah 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 it's pretty cool but yeah there's not like a lot going on in this song but i think that's kind of why i like it because it you go from like the big song with Mm -hmm. the high numbers you know to i feel worse yeah i think it's like yeah it comes in at a nice point in the album i mean because it's not like a complete slowdown it's just like a little bit of a like yeah a little bit more space or something yeah because it definitely does like explode in the last half too Mm -hmm. The song, I can't really remember now why I thought this, but I put that it reminded me of Manchester Orchestra for some reason. I can see that. Not even really the way it sounds, but like almost like the performance or something. Like the way that like it's sung or something. Hmm. Sound like, yeah. Sounds like Manchester Orchestra to me. I don't think yeah, that's I don't think that's that far off to be honest. Yeah. 
I, and I then think at this point in my notes, I was like, I've literally written a band that Zach likes for every song. <laughs> so I was like, sounds like Deftones, sounds like Color Revolt, sounds like Manchester Orchestra. So then I got self-conscious and I stopped doing that. So it's like they were made <laughs> for the in a factory of for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? like some... I was like, wait, Zach likes all these bands. <laughs> so I like this one. Yeah. Kind of makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can I guess your favorite songs on this album, on this release set? Sure. One of three. Okay. That is one. Brain fog. Okay, sure. And Good. then like high numbers or heel theme, the easy ones. Yeah, it's high numbers for sure. It's those three. Those three are your favorite songs? Yeah, are those your least favorite? Is that why? <laughs> I mean, you just named four out of six songs on an That's, EP. That's true. Three. <laughs> I named three. You know, you said four. You said I high said numbers high numbers or heel, or heel theme. theme. I just said like those That's are kind of like the interchangeable. He was like saying ones. those are interchangeable, basically. You named four. High numbers was the first I, I mentioned. <laughs> okay Good you still went on it doesn't matter okay his first first two favorites were one of three in brain fog yeah did i get true. those right you did get those right all right no so, comment no further comment <laughs> um so james's least favorite songs are those three <laughs> i kind of well, no, check he... out after this. halfway through brain fog is when i would check out okay um but uh yeah, and so I, track I feel, four i feel like no shows yeah. yeah i don't remember anything about that one uh, let me re-listen to that song because I always get this confused with that different mansion song. So yeah, I, no shows. I feel like is like the one you could leave off this. Mm-hmm. No, no shows. What I remember is that the outro, like how, like it's sort of aggressive. You know, it's not what I was expecting at all. I really like the drums on this one as the the hi-hats the lyrics were actually a little weird on those shows yeah <laughs> yeah i thought the same thing <laughs> i'm not sure exactly what i feel like it's there's getting like, at it's, it's almost like, like you, you broke into someone's house it, uh, it's like i mean yeah. i think it's it's a metaphor obviously but like, i was gonna say like it feels metaphorical metaphor. but um, it's like it also like doesn't ever like have that little hint of like you know here's Here's what the metaphor is like about. It's just like very <laughs> high. I'm creepy, but yeah, I, it at least like made you think about it. But yeah, it's a it's a little strange. I didn't know the lyrics to the song until we actually, until I picked this one. So the uh, some of the synth sounds reminded me of uh, the game Faster Than Light. I don't know if any of you ever played that, Mm-mm. but it's a no. it's like a space game and it has a very like spacey kind of soundtrack like synths. And they have uh, a lot of the synth tones are like single notes that are like modulated up slowly, kind of like mm-hmm. in the verses of this song. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Oh, so I know what you mean about the intro on the song, James. I mean, outro. Yeah, sorry, the outro. Yeah. It's like, that, it just seems like something live that they'd be going nuts on, you know? Yeah. That's also like a, a signature mansions thing. There's a bunch of songs where they do that. It just kind of explode at the end. I'm down for that. I I should say, like, I felt like I, I would definitely want to explore this band's catalog after this EP. Yeah, check out uh, Big Bad, which came out last year. Very good. Yeah. I've listened to it, like, hundreds of times, I feel like, at this point. <laughs> well, all yes. right, so what am I picking for next week? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, James has checked out That's here for the, for the, the last for two. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so no, you didn't actually, like Brain Fog. I actually did like Brain Fog, but like 
Brain Fog I was probably my least favorite. I just kind of. I would weirdly only like like the first third of it, you know, and then I'm just like, okay, sure. It was, yeah, it was so strange. I had the quiet singing, quieter singing. songs like that and the last one are just hard for me you know like i actually like the last song same i didn't so, dislike them you know but it's just like it just doesn't keep my attention as well as other stuff that's more active brain fog is definitely it's a bit more repetitive than some of the other songs uh, it kind of does that same synth chord progression yeah the same the whole song what what did you think hannah did you like this and did you like the last song the last song I know I didn't dislike it, but no, it wasn't one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with James. Yeah, I kind of just felt neutrally about five and six, brain mm-hmm. fog, and one of three. I didn't dislike them, but they were my favorites. Yeah, those are the two that took the longest to kind of grow on me. So maybe mm-hmm. if you guys revisit this later, you'll, you'll yeah. get into them. I feel like yeah, if I, if I had a breakup to go with listening to this EP or something, sure, <laughs> I'd like those last two. You know, but <laughs> maybe I, I think I, one. Of I don't three. think they're breakup songs though. Yeah, one of three. I wanted to talk about this actually. One of three is, I I like this song, but it's one of these things that sometimes bugs me. For this song, I actually think is a, is a well done one and it doesn't bug me. But a lot of times it bugs me when bands write songs that are just like obviously about being in a band <laughs> or going on tour and just sure. like the same kind of tired ideas about like, oh, I missed like life events back home and. Mm-hmm. My relationship suffered because I'm on tour a lot. I mean, I understand why they do that because it's a fact of life for a lot of musicians, but a lot of times it's like, okay, I've heard this, an iteration of this song like so many times now that like, sure. but this one I actually liked and didn't mind it. And I think it's just because of the vocal performance, I think is well done and I enjoyed it. So. Yeah. I think that's the, the main like focus of the song is kind of the, the vocal performance and the lyrics for, for brain fog. So I think everything else just kind of takes a backseat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, one of my favorite parts of this song is when he mentions the cocktail shakers and like the and the shaker comes the in. shaker comes in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's so too. clever. Yeah, a lot of people like to do those literal mm-hmm. interpretations. Could yeah. be fun. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, it's just like, the song is, it seems to be about, like, what do you feel the line, I won't tag my name is about? I don't know. I mean, my guess was like, talking about writing, tagging your name in the bathroom stall or something, but like, I, I'm not sure why. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like about being brain fog and it's being, is about being drunk or somehow yeah in an altered mental state i guess but i don't really know what the name tagging thing is i i would kind of back and forth on it too because i did think it was like partially like a literal thing like you're saying but i wonder if it's Mm -hmm. about like the idea of like if like a picture of you is uploaded online and you're like tagging Mm -hmm. your name to it and Mm -hmm. it's like more of the like like associating yourself with that memory kind of thing but maybe he's like i won't tag my like i won't like like Mm -hmm. disassociating like Mm -hmm all these things. Um, I don't know if that's just reading too much into it or not, but it could just be about Facebook. 
It, yeah, it could just be on Facebook. <laughs> if it was from 2007 instead of 2017, well, yeah, sure. it would be about Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <more> right. <laughs> is, is Facebook dead? No, but... No. Nobody's going to write, cool write a song about it. It's not cool to write a song about it. Unless right. it's just like some kind of takedown. Exactly. What a freak gonna do But complain for a living Till their patience starts thinning For you So I feel like one of three... I mean, it definitely, like, you're right about it, Patrick. I feel like the way it's written, though, is he's singing to himself, like, from two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't think he's actually talking to somebody. I think he's just yeah. saying, like, this is me in another life kind of thing, you know? Which I actually didn't think that's what one of three was about until I realized they were a trio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. one of three. Okay. Uh... Yeah. I actually did not put that together. Uh, yeah. Well done, Satch. Got a brain. I've, I've used, used it. Hop once. on genius, man. Help these people out. I there's know, no you notes on add there. Some of these. There's actually. <laughs> it is weird that there's no genius annotations. Um, Get in there. And there's no. It's actually kind of funny. Like one of three is the most viewed song on this EP, lyric wise. You know why I was thinking that is like this song is is one that makes sense to me. I guess because I was thinking that this song is one of those that you would like put on a mix CD for somebody, right? <laughs> And sure, they go yeah. check out the band, and none of the songs are like it on that release. Anyway, nice. let me uh, type up my annotations and get like genius certified. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> um, I like really like the way he says "like you," like at the end of the verses, though. And some for some reason, the way he says "grasping" is uh, it just sounds different. I don't know. It's like the way he like emphasizes the sp or whatever, but not the inch. I want to clarify that, like, I, I don't dislike these last two songs. Like, I still think they're fine songs, but mm-hmm. they just, I wasn't as hyped on them as just the first three tracks and stuff. Yeah. I mean, not every track can be Dogman, right? Like, you've got to have... I know. Mean, that's all, a good track, so yeah, you, you're right <laughs> about that. All killer, no, no filler is a thing, you know? <laughs> that's true, that's true. It's really uh, pleasing to me to see how, like, Patrick sincerely likes that. <laughs> Maybe it's not sincere. It's sincere, dude. It's definitely sincere. <laughs> oh man. Uh semi-related, there's a uh like a Marvel action figure for Frogman. Do you know who Frogman is, James? No. He's a guy that like I think he's like one of the Spider-Verse characters mm-hmm. who you know, like just a guy dressed up in a frog suit, but uh I just had Frogman stuck in my head. That reminds me too that <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some paperweights for the office. And I was wanting to go, like, on Amazon and get, like, some Pokemon figurines or something. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, get something cute. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. Um, okay, Patrick's j- jamming Frogman. Or Dogman, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are. That wasn't even on purpose. Well, I've got every right to change my mind And giving it all up, it feels just fine And I'm not grasping it my life that got away. Um, Patrick, can you describe the album art? Sure. For us. The album art is 
there's a person's face at the top. You can only see their nose, though. And it looks like they have a nosebleed, perhaps. Um, but then, like, that's at the very top, sort of just their nose. You can't see their eyes. And then, like, it's kind of dragged down from there. Like, I'm not sure how else to describe it, but it's like you took that line from that horizontal line. <laughs> from there and just like extended it down so it's kind of like the person's face is smeared out and then down in the corner you've got the name of the band and the name of the ep i think it's a cool cover yeah i think i like it. i really like it i think that's robin the bass player that would make sense i don't know if that is supposed to be a nosebleed or not i haven't yeah i wasn't that. sure about that it, it could just be like multicolored a... uh it's not just red but yeah yeah i think it's supposed to invoke a nosebleed even if yeah. it's not really a nosebleed or whatever but right so it reminds me a lot of their album cover for Doom Loop. If you kind of look, if, depending on where you are, if you just scroll down, that was the last release before that. That is like another obscured face. They they seem to have faces on their album oh, covers. Oh, yeah, it is. Boy. It's a theme. <laughs> faces. We're on to them. <laughs> we figured them out. Mm-hmm. One of the best picks you've made so far is Edge. I was just about to say. One of my favorite picks of your picks. Honestly, I I feel like you guys are like punking me or something. Like you've <laughs> you've liked one of my picks. Did you yeah. think we would like it? I was very on the fence about it. I I thought you guys could <laughs> go either way. way. Yeah. Yeah. So I did feel like Patrick would like it the most. So it's usually like if someone's gonna like it, it's either Hannah or Patrick. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> Not both of us. I feel like I probably yeah. liked it the most out of everybody, but whatever, fine. Okay. We'll we'll measure like get out and measure your your likeness. <laughs> yeah my love is higher than your assessment of what my love could be <laughs> okay good the harvey milk album or song title or something cool speaking of harvey milk are you all ready for my the next album the next ep i'm ready for that no, i'm just kidding we gotta tease, okay. tease the audience a little more <laughs> okay we gotta we gotta tease a little more i don't know is there uh, anything else for us to talk about i was just gonna say james what is the pick for next week um, I'm afraid you guys might veto this, but I feel like it's a sincere attempt veto, at, huh? at a good pick. Like, I think this is a good pick. I think it's a good source for discussion. I would never veto your pick, James. <laughs> okay. Second. So I think perhaps in this band's whole discography, this is probably like the best uh, source for discussion. Wait, so. which Dogman album is it? Or <laughs> King's which X King's album. X album is it? <laughs> you know, King's X does not have any EPs. Huh. Boy, what a shame. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, I, I guess I can't. I feel like I'm cheating a little bit too. And we're going to have to do EPs again in the future because I feel like I, there are other EPs from like lesser known artists, at least lesser known between me forcing them onto you guys uh, than this one. But anyway... My choice was Songs for Singles by the band Torch. It is an EP. All right. I think. <laughs> it was oh, one of those, oh, no. like, it came out. It's like, was it an LP? Is it an EP? Eight tracks, 21 minutes. That's it's short. Yeah, it's it's fair enough for EP week. But a lot to chew on. I'm, I, I'm glad you picked this because I only know one song from it. And I've been meaning to listen to the rest for a oh, long I, time. I could never remember. Have. I was like, I couldn't remember if I was, like, playing this all the time in my house. All right, thank you for listening. <laughs> you 
made it this far, we greatly appreciate it. Contact us at clubclub at hardaudiocables.com. Follow everybody on Instagram. Next week, Songs for Singles by Torch. Guaranteed to be a great episode, you know. Because I picked it or something. All right, see you guys.